bro. The church, the church is like like the the walls of a church. The, the church is a hospital. Like it's it's not it's not a place. Jesus didn't come to Earth for the the healthy. He didn't come to come and kick it with the people that had the bread and was rich and had the bag and you know had all the land and you know had everything. He came for the people that was hurting. The church itself is a hospital. It, it it's the place to come for rejuvenation, for healing, for deliverance. It's it's a, it's not a place for like, you know, it's not it's not supposed to be like flex city. It's 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 a place where literally people come to get spiritually built. Like it, it's and and there's no perfect hospital. <laughs> yeah. There there's no hospital that's like Oh, everybody in here is just completely fine. Nobody's sick up in here. Like, yeah. no, everybody's flawed. Yeah, 100%. Welcome to the Getting to the True podcast, where in a world full of noise, it's so important that we all have a truth to stand on. And this week, I got a real a real genuine dude with me, my, my guy, Brian. Definitely great dude, genuine person. Um, every, time I'm, every time I've been with you, it's always just been love. You're in school right now, literally studying the word of God full time like lifetime goals of continuing this mission of like helping people understand God. And I couldn't think of nobody better to kind of like, just get in, get into this topic of just really, I think what fun, like kind of sets the foundation of like what it means to be a believer in Christ. Mm. So you see a lot of people, right? Like um, saying things like I'm the type of person, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not a hypocrite type of person. Like I can't, I got to get my act together before I uh, like play around with, with like, being a believer in Christ and, and, and doing the religious thing. Cause I'm not, I'm not someone who's going to like say I'm doing something and not do it. So I'm going to kind of wait to get my act together before I, I get into it. Firstly, what does that even mean? Like, yeah, because I, it, it, I don't, I don't think that there is a, I don't think that you can become perfect or you can, you know, hit like this perfection level or, you know, hit like, okay, I, I qualify now in my eyes now I can go to God. I don't think that's even possible. Yeah. Like because you need God in order to get like better to that point. Like exactly. it's it's not a you're never you're never going to be alive not working towards becoming the image of Christ. Like you're always going to that's a it's it's never a finish point. The finish point is when you die. So it's going to be a forever life process, you know, continuous progress. It's never you the whole the whole I, I got to get my act together or I got to get right before I go to God is like, do you remember that? He, he, or have you ever heard of him accepting you how you are? Have you ever heard of him, you know, um, meeting you where you're at? Like, he really does that. That's for real, for real. A hundred percent. And I think, I think, okay, so I think like maybe people feel like they have to get their act together before they come to God because of what they may see through like... um from the outside looking in, from the out, from being outside of church and looking in, sometimes you have like what I call like, like the Christian police who are okay. kind of like very adamant about like, like what you should and shouldn't be doing. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's presented in a way where it's almost like if you're doing the, if you're doing the things that people are saying you shouldn't be doing, then like you're not qualified. You're, you're, you're not qualified to be a Christian. You know what I mean? Like when you see somebody saying like, yo, like you can't have sex before you're married. You can't be gay. You can't do these different things. Mm-hmm. And it's said so strongly, it almost seems like it's a qualification 
be like to become a Christian? Um, when you have one bad meal, you don't you don't just write off every restaurant. So you can't you can't judge the image of Christ. You can't judge God by how flawed people act. You can't you can't judge you know the whole idea and identity of Christ by how people that have flaws act. Like everybody doesn't, everybody is not a Christian. Yeah, bro. The church, the church is like like the the walls of a church. The, the church is a hospital. Like it's it's not it's not a place. Jesus didn't come to Earth for the the healthy. He didn't come to come and kick it with the people that had the bread and was rich and had the bag and you know had all the land and you know had everything. He came for the people that was hurting. The church itself is a hospital. It, it, it's the place to come for rejuvenation, for healing, for deliverance. It's it's a, it's not a place for like, you know, it's not it's not supposed to be like flex city. It's 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 a place where literally people come to get spiritually built. Like it, it's and and there's no perfect hospital. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no hospital that's like. Oh, everybody in here is just completely fine. Nobody's sick up in here. Like, yeah. no, everybody's flawed. So, yeah, 100%. So then I, th- I think this is a good opportunity to just kind of clear up any understanding as quickly as possible. So, like, we have been, by accepting Jesus as our personal Savior, mm-hmm. we then are delivered from the ultimate consequence of sin, right? So, like, we're delivered from, like, going to hell, basically. Mm-hmm. But it, we just started our walk mm-hmm. in like being delivered from the like actions of sin, like within our life today. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we'll never like uh, be, get right. You know what I mean? Like I heard a pastor give an example of like um, if you look at the beat, like if you, if you if you have like a beach, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at the sand as like, being like perfect just like jesus and you look at like the people in the water you have some people who are closer to the sand some people who are far away from the sand but nobody's reached the the land Mm -hmm. nobody's gotten to a place of like perfection yet so for the rest of our lives we're gonna be working that out we're gonna get better and better we're gonna strive to be like jesus but we're but you're never we're never gonna get there until we are finally delivered from sin in itself like in the end days, I guess you could say. Or just one, as simple as when you get to heaven. Perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. It could, be, it could be that simple. Like the, the life is overall is, is literally a, a, an entire process. Like coming to God begins it. <laughs> like it starts there. So, so okay. So, we're, so we, we're all bought into like we this whole thing is predicated on like. Accepting Jesus as your personal savior, like accepting Jesus as your person. We hear this all the time, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm putting myself outside of the church, right? Mm-hmm. And if I heard, "Oh, you're accepting Jesus as your personal savior," mm-hmm. what it's like? What does that? What does that mean? Like, if you were what to break that, that, if you were to break that down for like, just like in in like to 2021, 2022, new new days terms, how would you break? How would you break that down? <laughs> what what? What uh, accepting Christ as your savior looks like? Well, what is it? Well, what does that mean? Because okay. that's if that's if this whole thing's predicated on that, it's like what does that what does that even mean? Well, maybe we need to start with why Christ is important in the first place. Let's do it. Let's break it down. So, um, Christ was that bridge 
between mankind and God that that was uh, that that lamb that sacrificed that was sacrificed so that we can have a clear personal individual connection with God um, that wasn't available before and because of prior sin entering into the world because of uh, faults and flaws of People way way down our line as far as ancestry, you know, when it when it gets all the way back to Adam and Eve, yeah. Like because of decisions made then, we just now we're now it's now something that we're born into. We're born into sin. Like it's something that we normally do. It's it's a flesh thing, but Jesus came as like uh, like the the person that walked into Ralph's with the coupons. Like, I, <laughs> like I, I'm about to redeem all of this. Yeah. And so and so when we're when we're caught in the, I'm trying to put it in modern day. No, terms. break it down. You breaking it down. When, when we're caught into, um, when we're normally caught into sin as we know it, we need a way out. So he was that way out, and he was the only one that it was was even qualified to become that way out. Like nobody else can do that, which is why, which is why you, someone saying I need to get my act right before I come to God. It's so, so weird because it's like he's already paid the price. He's already done the ugly for you. So he's, he's, he's literally created that bridge. to. He literally became that bridge so that you don't have to do all of that before you come to him. You can just cross over to the bridge and talk to him. Yeah. You can just create a relationship yourself and talk to him. Yeah. So accepting Christ nowadays is, is, is literally a confession of... Um, personal expression it's just a confession of you but what, what it gives you is a change in your eternity so firstly you have to believe and understand that there is something after your physical shell on this earth passes away there's something that comes after that yeah so you have to make decisions now or it'll be smart to make decisions now that will affect that once you know your shell is gone yeah so accepting christ as your savior gives you that that eternal um life with God 100% rather than apart from God. Man, and I I love I love what you're saying because it, it t- for me it's, so it touches on two things, right? So like one like the eternal saving, you know, like cuz I think today, right, you see a lot like most people admit that like um like they're spiritual people. Like most people will say, you know, like um I'm spiritual. And then sure. the it's like the if you if you are spiritual, which most people accept today, it's popular. Yeah, it's, being <laughs> spiritual is is, is kind of like where where we've a lot of us have ended up right now. Right. And if and if and if you admit that you're, then there there it does qualify the question. So then, what happens to that spirit? Like, is your spirit in good hands? What's going on with the spirit? You know what I mean? Exactly. And what if your spirit? These has been has been needing to connect with God this entire time, and I I love the fact that you touch on the the foreverness of it because mm-hmm. in if, in accepting that you're spiritual, you're also accepting that there's a foreverness to that spirit, and if and if you're accepting that, then f- digging into like that more is important, yeah. and of course being a believer in Christ through faith, mm-hmm. what you're saying is that like um, it's the faith that buys us in to perfection. My faith is the gas. This is the vehicle I put it in. And because I do that, now the the, the roadmap 
of my life and eternity has changed. Your, your, your faith is the gas. I think that's like, I think that's kind of like the thing that more, if you, if you're listening, I think that's the biggest thing that you got to take away from this is the faith is the gas. Mm -hmm. It's not the, Oh, I don't sin. That's the gas. It's the faith. That's the gas. You see what I'm saying? And I think that like, I think that's amazing, bro. I think that's something that like gets missed. I think I know for me, right. Growing up in the church, it was like, yo, like, the the better I do, the more I don't sin, the better like the um the more righteous I am. And yeah. That's not really true if you think about it. We're righteous through faith. We're not righteous through the the uh trying to be perfect and, and trying not to sin. We're righteous through our ability to believe. There were some major movements in in the Bible when people were willing to have faith. There are major movements, major. Uh, imperfect people, an imperfect person was able to to guide two million people out of bondage. Like an imperfect person was had no Bible to start with, but was able to just follow the directions of a voice he heard, and we know him as Abraham. Like it, an imperfect person had to listen to God. With no scripture, um, but had great faith enough to build an ark and literally follow directions while, as he looked stupid. So it was almost like, up to this point now, it's like, well, we got some examples of some people that literally actually had faith. And it's been proven time, time and time again that... It's a, it's a, it's essential. You can't, you can't work your way into salvation. Exactly. It just doesn't work. It's already bought. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't. It's not possible. Like you can't work your way into it. You, God has already extended grace to you, and and even if you, even if you did the absolute best you can possibly do for your entire life, it's still not enough, because Christ was the only one that was qualified to be able to do that. So you don't even measure up to be that qualification. So it's not even possible. Yes. But but because of the sacrifice made before, grace is now extended to us. So, okay. But then, okay, so now we got the believers, right? So, like, mm -hmm. as a believer, right, you know, okay, I'm under, I'm under, I'm under grace. I'm, uh, everything I do is technically forgiven. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to be perfect. So then why try to be perfect? I mean, you're, you're always striving. You're always trying to strive to look like the image of Christ. It's not, it's not just like, oh, I'm saved. Now I can go all out. God going to, you know, forgive me anyway. You don't, you don't want to try to abuse that because that's when he, he, <laughs> could, he could turn your world upside yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but it's, a, it's like, again, it's a, all, it's a constant process of trying to look more and more and more like the image of Christ. So therefore, um the things that the things that you are weak to, the things that you you struggle with, it's not it's not enough to just, you know, just fall in whenever that, you know, whenever you feel it with fighting against it so that you can look more and more like, you know, who you serve. And you know like so and I so personally I've I've been on both sides, right? I've been in the I've been in the place where I'm like, yo, um, I know for a like, uh, like, okay, I'm I'm forgiven, so I'm just gonna kind of, you know, what I mean, do these things. 
under the grace, knowing that like, you know, God's going to forgive it. But then after a while, you start to realize like what I started to realize is that like, oh, I trust the world's way more than I'm trusting in God's way. And the fact that, like, oh, like, if I'm, if me, I'm sinning to to fill voids in, in my life. I'm sinning for a reason, right? Like, if 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 someone, if I'm having sex before marriage, it's because I, who know, lonely urges, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 there's a void there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and like, what I realized very recently, actually, is just like, wait, I have more faith. Do, do I had more faith in the world's solution for my void versus having more faith in God's solution. And the more I leaned into, oh, like God says, don't do these things and, and do it like this, because by doing it like this, you get a better result. It kind of motivated me to say, oh, yeah, I'm under grace and I'll be forgiven. But there's still consequences for doing certain things. Because God's trying to mold me to become who I need to be. Bro, like, it can be something as simple. Like, something I I, I think about all the time, um, especially after I've already messed up and fallen, is God's heart. Like, how am I beating his heart up? Like, how, how am I making him feel? Like, mm. how, am I really, should I actually be proud of how I messed up? Like, if he's here with me, would he be proud? Like, and having to, <laughs> having to literally have a reason to be thankful for having grace. So, it, before Christ, there was no grace. Yeah. Um, like it is now. The, the price of grace was Christ's life. And it wasn't just his life, but it was like a strenuous process of being beaten, of being misused, of being crushed, of being spat on, of being eventually crucified, of being stabbed, of being like he, there was so much that had to happen in order for us to now have the have the luxury of th- Choosing whether we want to abuse grace or not, like mm, it's it's, it's it's some some something expensive had to happen so that we can so that we can have an option, which really shouldn't even be an option, because it's like if if you keep in mind what that took, what happened to for you to be here, <laughs> it's 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 a, it, it it just makes me think about the level of um the, of love that we're talking. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to be God, to be uh, like you, you're God. You can do whatever you want. You know yeah. what I mean? You could, you can, you, you know, move however you want to move, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You've made people and then decided to bring yourself down to a human level to the point where like you walking on ground, like, yo, I could be, I could be flying right now. <laughs> I, I could be doing godlike things, but you know what? I'm not. I'm. I'm not only gonna bring myself on earth with these people, but then, like you said, I'm gonna literally die. I'm gonna like get killed by these people in the worst way, just for just for um for us. 
Just like it's a, it's it literally is it's a love story. Just so, just so we can have an opportunity. And I, bruh, it's crazy. It's almost like um, I don't even know how some like if you can't paint Jesus as a bad guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like you if you look at the story, it's like it's not possible. It's not even possible. Like <laughs> I don't even know what angle you could come from. The crazy part is the people that tried to paint Jesus as a bad guy. He actually showed them that they were the bad guys. Speaking of those bad guys, the Pharisees, right? We got to make sure that we don't move in that same way and make it and make it seem like oh, like and be so stressed on the legalism, the rules, and the and the regulations of it that we miss being like Jesus and like really loving people for real. You know what I mean? So like the what is sin exactly like? It's 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 missing the mark. Yeah. It's it's you know at its most basic definition, it's just missing the mark, um, and that mark is uh, what your flesh is is what your flesh is wanting to do. What goes against God. So like, uh, if we're being honest, though, like I mean, sinning is fun though, right? So like, hundred percent. Like at the end of the day, like I mean. God made sex, and it, it, it is a, you know, I don't know, I keep using that as my example of sin, but there's so many sins that, like, are enjoyable. There's a reason why we do them, you know what I mean? There's a reason yeah. why, I think procrastination is a sin. There's a reason why we... It's fun, like, they're fun. They're so much fun. They are. They really are, for the moment. So what do we say to that person, right? So it's, it's like, yo, okay, look, I, I, I believe, I get it, you know what I mean? But I'm struggling with, like, not doing these things, and... Like, um, to be honest, I'm having fun. Like, I'm good at this. It seems to be working for me. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, how about this? I'm hitting the clubs. You know what I mean? The, the girls, I'm leaving with the girls. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm outside. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. At least it seems that way. After, understand, <laughs> after you understand what sin is, understand that it leads to death. Yeah. And I, yeah. Literally. Every time. Yeah. It doesn't miss. Yeah. Every time. Um fighting that, going against that actually gives you life. Like actually uh gives you um of course not not only something more to live for, but it 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 extends your life to not sin. Now nobody's perfect and I fall short every day. I have to say, all right, Lord, I'm I'm back here because I'm sinning again. Yeah. Um, but just 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 get hopping in a Ferrari and going down Sin Boulevard. Yeah. And just and just blasting, yo. That's that's a that's a death road. Another thing too is fun. I think fun like sometimes is only put in the bucket of like these you know me sin and mm -hmm. it's like bro like God made fun too. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, yeah, like, like God, God ain't some bored dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like if we not sinning, it don't mean like, yo, we living like monks. We out here dumb, <laughs> dumb, bored in the Bible every day. It, it's actually what I think like he died. Jesus died to give us life and life more abundantly. 100%. Like sex has its place. Of course. You're married man. You know what I mean? Like it's um, like uh, the Bible does say there is a time and place for everything. You know, like when I think back, when I compare lives, you know what I mean? Because I would say, 
I was out, you know, outside. You know what I mean, I was, I was, I was moving in a, in a, in a I was living a sinful life. You know what I mean? <laughs> At a point in time, we all, and, have, we all have best. Exactly. And then there's, and then I've, I've lived life, trying my best to, you know, um, live a life of faith and 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 trying my best to not sin. Mm-hmm. And 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 in comparing those, like, it's almost like if you really kind of like ask yourself, like, okay, it was fun. There was it, it did fill voids at time. Well, if you really kind of put, if you're really honest with yourself, like, was it even as fun as you were making it seem? Okay, mm. you, you know what I mean? You, you have to, mm. you have to, you know what I mean? It has its peaks, but it has its valleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It has its valleys. Like, wait, dang, like. Yo, there was, there was definitely, like, when I, when I, when I sit back and think now, it's like, there was definitely times where I labeled it as fun, but it was. It wasn't necessarily fun for me. Exactly. It was just like fun because that's what everybody else defined as fun. A hundred percent. So it was like, oh, we having fun. Yeah, we having fun. <laughs> and then go home that night and it's like. Do I really even have fun? What, what just happened? I was just like, drunk. <laughs> I was just outside. Like, what was I really doing? Did I really enjoy myself or did I just psych myself out that I yeah, was enjoying? Like, like waking up the next day and you got a sick hangover and you're like, did I even have fun? I can't even remember what I did. Like, is that fun? Yeah, yeah. And, and like, there's moments where it truly is like. There's some moments you can where, ride that way. There's some moments when it's true, <laughs> when it's truly fun, but sin will never be able to fulfill you. You know, and I think, bro, I think the the what helps me a lot, right, is when you look at like long term, right. So like, okay, you 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 look at what's fun and you compare it to everybody in their you know in their in their. 20s and, and early 30s or uh, teens that's like okay cool but when you look at most people after you get to like 50 and up they all kind of like start talking the same like <laughs> like you know what like yo you know what like you know like you gotta stay you, you, they, they start talking very in a more 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 so more in alignment with like god's way of life and it's almost like eventually life that? teaches you why is that you see what i'm saying and it's almost like why do do you really want to wait that long That's to learn that same say. lesson that you're looking at literally looking at all these bro it's it's hard to find anybody over 50 who's got, who's still condoning like sitting most people after a while life teaches you know what you know what, like, yo, I think this guy... These, like, these, yo, you need to get it together. Yeah, you know, I think these Christians got a point. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think these people who believe... I mean, but but this is another thing, though, too. You're not even guaranteed to make it then. Mm. So why even try to risk it? 100%. Yeah. Why why, why try to roll that dice? You, you, might, you might crap out. Everybody's not guaranteed to... Like, I have a best... Fr- I, I had a best friend, right? Um... He wasn't a Christian. He passed away July last year, right? Okay. But I think about people like him, like, man, I wonder if he would have, you know, been able to just finally come to Christ when he turned 35, when he turned 33. When he, like, why why even try to risk it and say, you know what, you know, I'll just do it later or put it off or procrastinate or whatever or just say I'm not really into it and it's not really that deep or it's not that serious. And then you get to that point, hopefully, and you figure out uh, it, it's it's actually a lot more serious than I thought it was. Why even wait to get to that point? 
when generally people around you are not necessarily condoning the riffraff and the the stupidity that you was doing in, you know, your 20s. Like, if people generally Christian, non-Christian, they're kind of leaning in, like, the same direction. Why why wait till then to get the message? That's like that's like always turning your mailman away. But there's mail that's urgent. Yeah. Just talk to him. Yeah. Just talk to him. Yeah. He respond. He'll talk back. Just start something simple. Yeah. Hey, what's up? How you doing? You ain't got to be like, you know, super, super duper Christianese, Lordest, Thouest, how art thou doing this? Like, you just be really <laughs> real. Like, yo, I'm struggling down here. Where you at? I need help. Are you there? I'm just I'm just trying to see what's up. He'll respond. He will respond too. He really will. He's like very faithful. For the people that um are already believers and may be struggling, keep pushing. God is faithful. He's just, he is your rock. He is your your salvation. He's keep pushing. Keep pushing. He said he'd never leave you nor forsake you. He's never lied. He's never went back on his word. His word has never returned to him void. Like, he's a perfect record. He's a billion times a billion and oh. Like, he's flawless. Keep pushing. Stay encouraged.